0: The westbound Baldwin 440 was building to its top speed of 70 miles an hour when the headlamp picked out a crude sign ahead that warned, Danger, bridge out! The engineer scowled. Cimarron, Kansas, lay barely a half mile behind them. Why hadn't someone thought to let him know about a bridge back there before he'd pulled out bound for Santa Fe? He quickly grabbed the brake handle and hauled it back as far as it would go. The spinning wheels clamped tight. Slipped a little until they found traction again and then started throwing up sparks. For long seconds, steel clawed against steel with a banshee wail. The Southern California and New Mexico Express slewed on for another ten yards, then finally screeched to a halt. The engineer and his firemen both sagged. Up ahead, the bridge was just visible in the beam of the headlight. They diverted disaster by a matter of yards. But when the engineer and the fireman looked a little closer... They saw that the bridge wasn't out at all. In which case, before they reached the obvious conclusion, four riders came out of the rock-strewn gully that ran roughly parallel to the tracks, three of them with guns in hand, the fourth balancing a sledgehammer across his lap. The faces of the newcomers were hidden by flower sack hoods. "'Ah, shoot!' muttered the engineer and spat." Drawing rein alongside the cab, Bill thumbed back the hammer of his colt and said, You, engineer, get on down here. The engineer was a sturdy-looking fifty-year-old with a wrinkled saddle-leather face beneath a coal-smudged cap. He stared back at Bill for a moment, then did as he was told, muttering darkly about the schedule he was expected to keep and how this here robbery was going to throw it right out. It was a little after one in the morning of June 11th, and the only other source of light in the vicinity was the scattering of stars and a thin sickle moon. When the engineer dropped heavily to the right-of-way, Bob Dalton, sitting his horse alongside Bill, threw down the sledgehammer, then drew his own handgun. The sledge landed hard in the crunchy ballast at the engineer's feet. The engineer looked at it for a moment, then said, "'What the hell you want me to do with this?' "'Wells Fargo car,' said Bill. "'Move.' The engineer picked up the sledge, trudged back along the train with the robbers, walking their horses along behind him. Silhouettes appeared at the carriage windows, then hastily withdrew as the two remaining robbers, former Kansas cowboy Tulsa Jack Blake and dynamite Dick Clifton, waved their handguns threateningly, painted the same dull red as dried blood. The Wells Fargo car was a long, sturdy carriage built out of hardwood and strap steel. It was largely featureless, except for the small barred window set high in the walls, and a little stub of stovepipe projecting from its slanting roof. Henry Harper yelled, "The engineer, thumping against the padlock sliding door, it's me out here, Eddie Applegate. Don't you get no ideas about using that there shotgun of Henry, Henry? 'Cause you'll more'n likely kill me with the first blast, and neither one of us wants that to happen." There came no immediate reply. Then a voice called out wearily. What's happening out there, Eddie? The engineer threw a glance at the hooded men crowded behind him. Being robbed, he said wearily. Now you just set easy, Henry. No call for anyone to get hurt. Right you boys? Right, said Bill. Now these fellows know you can't open up for them, even if you're so minded. That's why I got to smash this here padlock and let him in, right? So you just set tight, Henry, and... When I get the padlock off, you let them have what they want. We can all go away happy. Dalton gestured impatiently with his gun. Get on with it. The engineer raised the sledgehammer above his head and brought it down with ringing force on the padlock. The padlock jumped and dented a fraction but continued to hold firm. Again, said Dalton. As the engineer did as he was told, Bill divided his attention between the Wells Fargo car and the few twinkling lights that marked Cimarron away to the east. Even at this late hour, it was only a matter of time before someone back there noticed the stalled train and wondered why it had stopped. He wanted to be gone long before whoever it was got curious enough to come and find out.